Today we have 22-year-old hip-hop experimenter and trailblazer from Vancouver, Boslin. Welcome. Hello. You describe yourself as an underdog. What would you say gives you that edge? I think it's where I'm from. And I don't necessarily just mean myself, but the people that I work with and my friends and artists from my area, being from Vancouver, from being outside of Vancouver. I think we subconsciously work with a chip on our shoulder because we don't necessarily have, you know, a Drake. We don't necessarily have a Justin Bieber or a weekend from where we're from. Not only that, but I am indigenous and I am black, so I feel like it does add some level of more recently expectation. Um, and I feel like as a young man, I deal with that in my own way and my team helps me with it a lot. But being an underdog, I see it as a positive thing, not necessarily a negative. I think it actually drives me further. So I'm very grateful to be an underdog. So speaking about being black and indigenous, uh, you are part Jamaican and part Chilliwack. What does your cultural heritage influence in your sound or your cinematic vision? See, at the beginning of my career, I worked with a group called Snotty-Nosed Res Kids. They're from Heisler Nation. I'm from Heisler Nation as well. For anybody that doesn't know, that's probably like eight hours to 10 hours outside of Vancouver. Um, and at the time, I didn't even know about we're related. And they introduced me on the music side to that culture even more by bringing like a, like a real wolf to the music video, like talking about some things in the culture that I wasn't even aware of. But um, growing up, my mom always taught me to you know, respect my relatives and um, to have traditional foods and that type of culture. So I feel like that helped me a lot just by going into this industry and knowing who I am and having confidence in that instead of going into this industry and using music to find myself. Um, so I think that helped me a lot, yeah. What is your goal or your vision when you say, I want to make the world bigger than myself? <laughs> Um, I want to make the world bigger than myself. I think it's because I, I, I have a legacy. I have a responsibility. Every artist does, um, especially being at this age. And it feels like every month I have an epiphany. Every month I learn something about myself. I say something last month and I'm like, okay, I see it completely different now. And it's constantly changing. And I feel like it'd be disrespectful to myself, my bloodline and my team and my city if I didn't give this music my all. So... I'm just trying to do my best and I'm just trying to really be authentic to my music and leave a trail of inspiration to these kids. That's really what I really want to do. Quartz, Gone and Crazy all have very different sounds. What was the creative differences and emotional transitions between each of them since they are about two years apart? Quartz, Crazy and Gone? Um, kind of building off my last point of me just evolving as a young man. I think when I was making Quartz, I was definitely in a mindset of hip-hop influencing me and that energy and fierceness um i felt that's when i had the most chip on my shoulder in that world of honestly even i wasn't even focused on the lyrics i was more focused on the sonics and how to convey convey this innovative fierce emotion into a song and then a couple years later i made a song crazy and that's when i really started to come into mind of how important it is the things that i'm actually saying in these songs especially gone because both of them come from a more of a vulnerable place where i felt i used to have to be able to hide that it's it's a tough balance i think every artist goes through i've been struggling with it where you're capable of rapping and singing at the same time and you don't really know what one to do you just want to make music i still to this day bounce around of different sonics but i feel like it's truly just comes out of the heart and i feel like whatever 
is actually real, then that will prosper. What song in your discography would you say really describes you and allows your listeners to truly understand you? One of my favorite songs I've ever made was when I was in Los Angeles two years ago, maybe a year and a half ago. And um, I was there for three months by myself, sleeping on like an air mattress um, in a very, very small room. I was broke and I had a blown eardrum at the time as well. And I remember just questioning it all, questioning my existence, questioning this career. I was just going through a very, very pivotal time, I think, in my self-development. And naturally, I went to the studio that day with a very, very negative mindset. Everybody in the room could tell I was being a drama queen. And I worked with a man called Zach Church, and he worked with Kanye West, who worked on Hurricane, um, incredible, incredible creator. And he was supposed to work with Kid Cudi that week, actually. And he played me a sample. But he's like, I want you to hear it first. And I was like, yeah, whatever. And he just played it. That was the first time, I think, in my life that I went to the microphone, and two hours felt like 20 minutes. Because I just closed my eyes, and I just talked. Everything just subconsciously came out. And I talked about my parents' divorce. I talked about... Um, you know, depression, mental health. I talked about so many things. I've talked about being alone. And then I finally broke the fourth wall with the listener and just said, like, look at you now. And um, while I was doing that, it made me cry in the moment because it all just came out of just, it's so easy to think about, compare yourself to others in this crazy industry we live in. But that moment of just actually giving yourself a pat on the back felt so good. So that song is called Scars and it's on Gonzo. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. Thanks. I think that's a personal story that is really important to share as well. Because mm. um, I think a lot of people sometimes strive for that like perfection mm -hmm. of mm -hmm. where they are in their, uh, in their career. And so for thank sure. you for sharing that. Your most recent song, Crazy, mm -hmm. in the visuals at the end, there is a bill that comes out and it says conversation. What does that cinematic vision mean to you? And then can we talk about your newest album, Conversations Over Dinner? Yeah, I, I'm, uh, ever since Dust to Dawn dropped, one of my first albums, I very, very much like to tie visuals and sonics together as much as possible. So um, in any type of way, I would love to give hints or just like head nods to what's to come. So at the ending of that video, Conversations Over Dinner is a idea I've been ruminating, ruminating on for a while, just about potentially being my next album. I'm working on that as well as another album, so it's like kind of difficult to pick what one I want to do first. I'm just letting it happen. But um, yeah, this this next album I'm very, very excited about. I went all the way to Sweden to work on it with um, some guys that work under Lateral Music Group, um, incredible people, and um, they really pushed me to find my own sound. And I think that's something I really wanted to aspire and like feel my own. Because when an artist is bubbling and growing, it's so easy to, I do it, I'm a hypocrite for it as well as when you see a new artist come, you subconsciously say, say, hey, that person sounds like this person. Truthfully, that artist just wants to be their own person. They want to walk on their own legs. They want to talk and everything. But obviously, we all take influence from the same place through social media. So I think it took me leaving everything I knew and just going to Sweden and creating this project um, to really be who I am today. So I'm very, very excited about it. It's very rhythmic. It's very um, fun, and um, yeah, you're going to learn a lot about Corbin after it, that's for sure. In your single, Gone, you say scars heal in the wrong way. What do you mean by that? What is the story behind it? Because unlike crazy, it doesn't seem to be about a woman. Oh, scars heal yeah. in the wrong way. Yeah, it, it it's not about necessarily a woman. I think that line specifically 
came from a place of I lost a lot of friends in this industry. I've lost a lot of friends in my personal life chasing this dream. I think once you chase a goal, you become infatuated with it and you put blinders on. And you sometimes notice while you're looking at that next step and everybody's looking at your last step, you don't even notice all the things that you just sacrificed. That can be a very dark thing or it can be a very light thing. It's whatever you feel in the moment. I think when I was in that time, in that headspace, scars healing the wrong way, I was noticing that some of the worst things or best things that happened to me were actually holding more weight than I thought. And I thought I let them go, but they didn't. Definitely use that song to find my closure in it. And I think I um, encourage anybody to either just write it out, you know, think about it and live in it for a moment because I think it really helps your demons just by facing things that you don't really want to face. Boslin, thank you so much for being here and sitting down to talk about your new album and everything else. Thank you very much.